And it's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, man, it is, uh, this week's a little bit different because school, I think, is officially back in for most. Now, there's still a few, uh, a few areas, schools, private schools that maybe are going to start in the next day or two, but for the most part, school, school is, is back, back in session. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, I was in for a rude awakening on <clears throat> excuse me on Monday morning when uh, you know uh, my my kids didn't start until Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, and and yet I took one of my boys over to the school uh, because he wanted to get a little bit of workout in and do some stuff over there. And so we were on the way to school on Monday morning uh, and realized, oh. Oh yeah, I forgot. I mean, that traffic. Yep. Now, of course, everybody has to find their rhythm, right? Yep. You know, that's kind of the way that it works. Everybody's got to find their rhythm, so everyone has to figure out, like, all right, I need to leave at this time. But it's not that different than the year beforehand, right. and so it's just cluttered and and you know congested. But I do have to admit, I'm I I am a strong strong enthusiast of the summer. Okay, like yep. I love the summer break. I love being with our boys at home. Yep. I love having a little bit of flexibility. Even the fact that I wake up at the exact same time, maybe even earlier, there's something great about not having to hurry out the door, all of those things. And yet, I'm glad to be back in school. I'm glad to have the rhythm back. Yeah, and I think one thing I'll put out there, if you are driving down Western Avenue in the morning, when school is in, there is a school on Western Avenue that is off the road that you, if, if you're not familiar with the area, you have no idea there's a school there. Right. None whatsoever. But there's a school zone there, and uh, you're going to get pulled over they will every happen. single day. Literally every day of the school year, I see a cop have somebody pulled over. Every single day. And, it, and I know why. I, I do have a little grace for those people. They're not driving... 80 miles an hour through a school zone. They're driving the regular speed limit that we've been driving on Western forever, but they're, they're going because I've done it. I've gone, Oh man, I, I see flashing lights. And then I look around and go, there's, there's no school here. <laughs> what are, what am I slowing down for? Well, Dutchtown has a hint of that now. So like you can't see Webb, uh, which is down. Right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. see cause it's, you know, way off yeah. the path. And CAK is not as far off the path, but it's still, but it's still off yeah. the road, so you don't just see it right there. And if you don't know Dutchtown, uh, you know yep. you get zipping down that road, and oh no, oh no, They're you're going to get in trouble. You. They are waiting on you. This week I saw, I thought it was interesting. Now this wasn't an unmarked car, so I do appreciate that fact. Right. Uh, it had, I think it actually had Knox County Schools on it, oh. but it had blue lights flashing and everything. But it was a Nissan. Oh. It was like a Nissan mid-size SUV. Maybe a Pathfinder. I don't know. Maybe a, Do you have to pull over if it's... If, and if I'm, a, I'm just letting you know. If a Nissan pulls you over, I'm you just have to letting you know. I think a, you do. Let's clarify. You do. When, well, when I'm just letting you know if a mid-size <laughs> Nissan puts its lights on behind me, I'm going to call the police and I'm going to say, I need you to confirm. That you do, in fact, have a Nissan midsize SUV. And then I need you to confirm to me what this cop did to get assigned this vehicle. <laughs> That's what I need you to confirm for me. Because if I was a cop and you're handing out assignments and you got the, 
the souped up Dodge Charger. Oh yeah. You have the Tahoe. Oh yeah. With the canine bars oh, on yeah. the back. Pretty impressive. You have the helicopter. Yes. <laughs> you have all these things, and then you're like, Officer Wood, you get the mid-sized Nissan. Yeah. That is electric. And can go zero to sixty in say yeah. fifteen or twenty seconds. You're like, did I? What did I do? Did I? Am I on probation? <laughs> what? Did I miss something? I didn't realize I did was. Did I fill out the, some paperwork? I didn't realize I was the most hated law yeah. enforcement officer. But here we are. Why am I getting the midsize Nissan two wheel drive SUV when when Bob over here is getting a Tahoe all souped up with a canine window and a dog? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm getting. I'm does getting it, nothing. Does, does the dog, <laughs> does the dog come with the car? Yeah, like what do I get? Uh, Chihuahua? I'm yeah. driving a mid-sized Nissan? And a, and a, you got a, you got a poodle <laughs> in there. Officer Wood, we're glad you're here today. Here's your keys. Oh, I can't wait to see what I get to drive around and intimidate. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh, we are I don't to, think that's how it we're works. We're off to a great start today. I hope whoever drives that police yeah, car, no, car is I, not listening. Much apologies. You're, we appreciate your service. We do appreciate <laughs> your service. May may uh, may you continue to serve our community yeah. faithfully. We appreciate yeah, it. Just put some mud tires on it. So uh, for you guys, um, you were saying uh, as we were coming in today that the beginning of school, yeah, which is crazy because... You know, neither you nor I are spring chickens anymore. No, I've officially uh, been graduated high school 20 years. Right. And yep. uh, your kids are homeschooled. Yes. And they do a little co-op as well yeah. and stuff of the sort, which is cool. But but it's not necessarily like you're just kind of in the exact same rhythm or the exact no. same environment. You're not living in the community you grew up in. Right, right. And yet you said that just the beginning of a school year always seems to stir this like Almost anxiety. Describe that it's, to it's me. It's very strange. So, so I when as a kid I was riddled with anxiety, right? Uh, for a number of reasons, and you know I don't have to go into that, but family stuff and just mental stuff and 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 school. School was a big part of that because uh, I was a perfectionist and I was always nervous. I forgot to do something. So so every night I would lay in bed, especially my fourth grade year, I would lay in bed and I would go, did I finish my homework? Right. Did I get it done? Did I did I pack everything in my backpack? Is it ready to go in the morning? And I would get up out of bed and I would go to ask my mom all these questions and she would go, yes, we've checked it. And then I would lay back down and then I would start telling myself again, I forgot something. And, yep. uh, and so it was just this constant, anytime school would start back, you would have these moments of of excitement. I remember getting the catalog and being able to look at oh what what clothes are is mama going to buy this year for me to start school because you grew you grew every you know typically right, right. some of us uh grew and so you're you needed new clothes you needed new shoes i, I remember thinking I'm still, oh i'm still i've been waiting since eighth right grade, yeah uh, for that next growth spurt and I, I remember thinking like Oh, football season is here. I remember sitting and, and couldn't wait till Monday night football. All those things. So there's positive. Sure. But then there's the negative of, oh, now I got to go back to school. I got to sit in the classroom for all day long and, and all these things. And, uh, and then you add into that, uh, um, my parents' marriage wasn't great. And, and then after the divorce, it just created more anxiety with back and forth and, and all these things. And so now, even 20 years later, I was driving the other day and I, I don't know if I went by a school or there was a school zone flashing and, and I just felt this like 
immediately felt like a, a weird feeling in my stomach. And I was like, oh no. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, and I thought, I've been out of high school for 20 years. My kids are homeschooled. So like our routine doesn't change that much summer to school year. I mean, we, they got up this morning and, and sure. they'll do school at home and, and those type things. And then I go to work. Like I, I don't even, I don't, so I don't take them to school. Right. I don't, you know, and, and yet that anxiety still shows itself. Crazy. And, and, and it's interesting because it's not like it didn't ruin my day. No, sure. I, I recognized it. I checked it and, and moved on. Checked your trapper keeper. But, yeah, but you know, you, uh, my, my mead folder <laughs> with the eagle gripping the baseball. You yeah. remember those awesome oh, yeah. folders? You made sure, you made sure everything was there. All those things. Um, and, and so, but it was weird that like even this far removed, there's still this like weird yeah. feeling that comes up and anxiety is a weird thing, man. It it's really so is. odd. It really is. And I would just, I think we, we hit at this at the end of last show last week is that, you know, I, I think I just encourage parents just to be really attentive to, to their kids when it comes to those issues. We often are so mindful of, are we getting them there on time? Right. Are we, you know, do we have all their supplies? I mean, it feels like that in itself is good grief. I mean, in our case, you know, uh, and, and that's not specific to a school. I mean, our kids have been at, uh, two, three different schools. Uh, we were first at AL Lots and then we got transferred to North Shore Elementary when they added that. And then they. It's weird. They've been kicked out of everywhere. Yeah, they've exactly. Gone. And then it's, they, and then. you just glossed over that. Stop it. <laughs> and then of course, when Hayden hit sixth grade, we sent him to CAK and right. then the pandemic hit and we ended up moving them all over. And we have great experiences at all three of those schools. And, but at all three, I mean, it's like a major task, like getting that list of all the supplies that are required. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I mean, and so we have a tendency as parents to kind of think, okay, I, uh, you know, for us, we're having to deal with school uniforms or we've got uniforms. We've got uh, back to school shoes. We've got supplies. We've got the calendar figured out. You know, our oldest son, we've got to figure out his, his schedule and make sure there doesn't need to be any adjustments there. I mean, all of those things that are kind of yeah. getting going. If we're not careful though, we're, we're not as attentive to just to where their hearts are and are they dealing with some of those anxieties? Carrie shared, you know, just being at a, a, a an event fairly recently and she could just tell, you know, a young lady was just really, really struggling. Uh, you know, a teenage girl was just really struggling and kind of dealing with all the, the social dynamics yeah. and, and, uh, and I think she tried to go out of her way to, to go and kind of check in on her and love on her and, you know, if we can do that uh, with our own kids, uh, that's a, a incredible, incredibly important thing. Yeah, it was it was interesting. You know, as you recognize kids going through things, even when Sunday, you know, Gavin has moved to middle school, so he's yeah. in, he's in the student uh, group at, yeah, at Shoreline. Space, yep. And so I went to get him, and I didn't completely understand the process. Do I walk in and get him? Because sure, it's sure. a little bit different. Yeah, I don't want to embarrass him. I don't want to, you know, I don't want yeah. to, which my, he wouldn't be, you know, yeah. he's at a place he, where he he's think, like, he come in here. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think you're, you know, everybody, it's my dad. Like, he would yeah. be excited. Which is awesome. But there was another kid at the door, and he has a name similar to Gavin. And so when I said I'm there to it's see. R- Ravin. Ravin, yeah. Okay. When I'm there to see Gavin, uh, this kid looked up and was like, my name uh, is, is, yeah, I'm not going to yeah, say it. Sure. And, uh, and I was, he was like, Oh, but you said Gavin. And I was like, yeah, you're, you know, I'm trying to make a joke. It's like, yeah, you're not one of mine. I don't, I don't think I can take you with me. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that kid, this, this is what I love about middle school. Yeah. He just went, 
I know I'm not yours. <laughs> like the idea of picking up that kind of like a little bit hint of sarcasm. Yeah, it was like a hint of kind it was of like well, you're such joke. an idiot. I know I'm not yours, <laughs> and I'm not going anywhere with you. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm, All right, good talk. Sorry, I, I thought I was being funny. But have a good day. Clearly, oops. clearly, I'm not being funny, and uh, and you. I just need you to all know sudden, I knew that you weren't mine. Yeah. Now all of a sudden so you're feeling, now, <laughs> now you feel insecure. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. Now I'm trying to clarify. <laughs> like, hey, I I need people to know I'm not trying to take you. Yeah. You're not mine. And he's like, I know I'm not yours. You're, you're like, I'm oh, not going. Oh, oh wait. Uh, yeah, I had a conversation yeah. with Carrie and, and Hayden uh, a few nights ago. And <clears throat> and I was kind of encouraging Hayden on one thing and then Carrie it wasn't that she, it wasn't that I was like throwing accusations and it's not that she was defending I don't mean sure. that she was just kind of like showing a different perspective but she made some comment kind of like about about me in high school oh and I was like wait you you don't know you, don't you know didn't me. you didn't even know me in high <laughs> yeah. school yeah. don't you and I was like yeah. wow I am yeah. I'm still a 16 year old insecure kid yeah. you know and uh, it's interesting what we do we were in the car the other night we left uh on this past weekend Grace Baptist they they're right down the road from yep. us they did a back to school bash oh, and cool. they always shoot a ton of fireworks so we went and watched the fireworks and as we were going home there were police officers blocking some of the road to help direct traffic and uh I'd have this problem with talking to my six year old as if she's thirty six. Right. And Aaron is always like, She has no idea what you're saying. Yes. And so uh Evelyn said, uh, why are the cops the boss of us? <laughs> and you know, Aaron was about to answer and I said which the correct answer, you know, could have been anything related Any, it to. It could have been anything. Know, God gives us could have authorities been anything. over us. Could have gone yeah. any number of directions. My yeah. reply For was. Our safety. My reply the- was, they're not the boss of us. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron was like, you got to explain that a little bit better. <laughs> and I was like, well, they're not the boss of us. That's not. Th- that's not who what th- they do. Who told you they're the and, boss? And yeah. so then. Evelyn was like, so what are they? And the kids were like, they're law. They enforce the laws. I was like. Well, they enforce, they don't make the laws. The Congress makes the laws. And Evan's like, what is Congress? And Gavin's like, the government. And Evan's like, what is the government? And I'm like, man, homeschool is really Aaron working was, out great here. Aaron was like, you need to stop and talking. Aaron, yeah, because like, it was going right to now. a place where I would have ended up maybe making fun of a Nissan yeah, yeah, police exactly. car. Yeah. Or or Grana, <laughs> who leads a lot of your homeschooling stuff, yeah. was going to have to add an extra semester of in. civics. Of civics, just to just to catch her yeah. up. Yeah, it was funny. We'll be back. So as we continue the conversation, you know we've been we've been told by some folks, Jason, that we have been that, failing. That we don't tell people who we are. Well, and Andrew, so uh, yeah. Well, Andrew from Hope Resource Center <laughs> and Jason from Shoreline Church. Uh, we're gonna try to do better. We're gonna try to do better. Here's the thing: if I'm completely honest, you should know who we are. Wow! At this point, wow! Right? No, I don't know. I if mean, that's is that true. that's the that's that's where we're at? I don't think that's really true. Really? I mean, I think when you hear these voices, you just I <laughs> think thirty listen. years from now, you're gonna go. You I, know, you know. Here's when what I hear think. that voice. They're gonna think every time I hear a high pitched squeaky voice, <laughs> I'm gonna think of Jason. No, I don't think. I think they're gonna say some of my best memories driving home were Wednesdays. Wow. 
uh, right smack dab in the middle of Sundays, right between Sundays, some would say. If you will. And I will, uh, I will absolutely. And, and so I think, but, but yes, my name is uh, Andrew Bartholomew Wood. That and is this is Jason uh, Rigamortis. Nicodemus. <laughs> Nicodemus. <laughs> so, so, Jason, before we came in, I said there was a few things we, wanted, we needed to talk about. One was anxiety, uh, which we covered in the first segment somewhat. Uh, the next thing was some some news happened last week that we didn't cover uh, because of the time of recording of the show. It, it kind of happened after that. Right. Was Speaker Pelosi uh, flew uh, did like an Asian tour and right. and then flew into Taiwan and it was quite the conversation. Seemed to be quite the spectacle and created a lot of. Um a lot of conversation, yeah. um, but obviously you have all things related to China and Taiwan. Yeah, similar to Russia and Ukraine. Correct. Yep. And so any what would appear to be siding with Taiwan is obviously going to make China yeah. quite uncomfortable. Sure. And so then we begin to hear like threats and yeah. propaganda and all kinds of other stuff. What's your general assessment? Of My it? general assessment is... Uh, it was interesting because I, I saw an interview with Senator Tom Cotton out of Arkansas. Right. So he's a veteran. Uh, he's a senator. And, and it was interesting. In his interview, he said, he said, here's the reality. He says, I've taken trips to Taiwan. Right. Uh, we've taken delegations to Taiwan. Uh, Speaker Pelosi going to Taiwan is nothing abnormal. No, of course not. He said... Now, again, this is just coming from a senator. He said that the only reason this was a bigger deal was because the administration, President Biden's administration, leaked it in in hopes of getting Speaker Pelosi not to do it. And and that made it into a much bigger deal than if they would have just not really covered it. And she just did her trip. Right. <clears throat> and so here's here's what we, we, we need to recognize Taiwan. Sure. 100 percent. They they need to be recognized as their own uh, entity. Now, China's not going to like that. Uh, and, and you're going to see a lot of this political posturing. Sure. Uh, we're going to do uh, we're going to move some ships around. China's going to move some ships around. They're going to they're going to play these, you know, war games over and act as if they're they're shooting missiles over the right. head of Taiwan <laughs> and stuff. I don't think anything's going to no one wants war. You know, it's an the the difference with Putin and Russia is he's just a little off. Yeah, and and, and, and seems to genuinely want. And war. so right. he's a different. There's there's leaders that it, uh, North Korea is like this. There's leaders where they're like, well, we're just going to take everybody with us, right? And we have no problem with that, right? And and okay, it's kind of like if you go back to the Viking days and you hear them talk about Valhalla. Yeah. It's like we can't wait to get there. So we're we're gonna fight everybody Correct. until we're all there. Correct. And and so, but then you have places like with China. I think China's more. Yeah, we don't really want to. We're gonna talk big and and act big, and and certainly they're dangerous. But they don't want they don't want a war. It does not seem to indicate. And that. and right. so, but it was interesting to me how that all played out. And and what's even more interesting is is watching the response. I think. This was one of the few times, now not across the board, but many conservatives, along with liberals, were like, Speaker Pelosi needs to be there. This is a good move. 
And, and I even heard at a press conference in Taiwan, Speaker Pelosi said, if we cannot, which I wish she would take this argument further on a number of other topics, but she said, if we can't stand up to human right abuses in China, then we have no leg to stand on against human rights abuses anywhere. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Agree with that 100%. I don't agree with Nancy Pelosi on anything, sure. but I agree with that. And, and so this was a big deal. It needed to happen. Uh, I think it was, it, it was turned into a much bigger deal because uh, the current administration seems to be fumbling a lot of issues at the moment. And, and I think if we... It puts, it, what it does is it puts, it puts pressure on them yeah. to then have to create you know, dialogue or to control, maybe I should say to control dialogue. Yeah. Uh, and, and so the idea of them just wanting to kind of skirt the issue is, is disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I think I think from let's say if we're if we're giving them the benefit of the doubt, I think the administration may be saying, "Look, we, we're dealing with Russia yeah, and Ukraine. And, and we're fair. dealing with that inflation. We're dealing with, uh, you know, economies not doing well. We're, you know, many are saying we're in a recession, even though we changed the definition of it literally five minutes ago. <laughs> and and so we're we're dealing with all these things. I, I'm sure the Biden administration's point of view was. Can you just not go right now? Yeah. yeah like, and I, and I, can we I, not just, like, put it off? We're not yeah. telling you not ever to go. Which is human. <clears throat> you and I get that. I get that you completely. You know, humans because we're like, we've been there. Like, hey, like, yeah. organization. Can we just can not we just, do like, that right now? For, like, can we wait yeah. two months? Can yeah. Can we wait three months? Hey, like, I know you need to have that hard conversation with this person. Can we just, like, can you do it next Monday? Like, as humans, we get that. But the, the office of the president, you kind of like, ah, Feels like we should have the the resources, yeah. the manpower, the kind of strength to be able to push. Through. But here's the here's Maybe the miscalculation not. by the administration, in my opinion. If that, I think there was people in the in the administration that thought we'll leak this, that'll pressure her not to go. What that actually did was the the other. What it did was it made her where she had to go. Right. At that point, if she didn't go, it made her look weak. Right. And Speaker Pelosi, although is loyal to the president, is going, I'm not going to look weak in this situation. Right. I got to think about my constituency and my position as Speaker of the House. And so what it really did, if they would have had a conversation behind closed doors of, hey, we know you're planning on going. Can we put this off? We'll make room for it. But instead, by leaking it, then it put the pressure on Pelosi to go, I can't change now. I remember even I had that conversation with my dad. Again, my dad, obviously not a fan of Speaker, as he says, Pelosi. He, he has never said her name right in his life, not because he's trying to be he's mean to her. He literally just, can't uh, say it. Just, he just can't say it. <laughs> Pelosi is what comes out every single time. I, and uh, I've just stopped correcting I have him. A certain, yeah. I have a certain family member that references to Coach Josh Heupel yeah. as Heifel. Yeah. Heifel. Yeah, and you just, like, no. At some point, you got to just I'll stop correcting say, him. Yeah, Coach Heifel, you know, <laughs> and then they'll yeah. come back, yeah, Heifel. Same You're reason right. my granddaddy no, no. says, do me a flavor, and he literally can't say the word favor, and he never has been able to. Well, every, listen, there's, there's no expression that is harder. In fact, just this past Sunday, I think you were in one of yep. the services yep. that I couldn't get it out again, but I cannot say the temple curtain. Yep. 
I always want to say, rather, or I can't say the curtain of the temple. Yeah. I say the temple of the curtain. I say the the pimple. I, yeah, I mean it's it's. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. It it's truly it's like weird thing. every statement that I try to make related to that particular yep. item. Impossible. For yeah. Me. Yeah, and so so as we <clears throat> so your father, but even even my dad was Pelosi. saying, my dad was like, she needs to go. She's going to have to go now, and she should go. And I've never heard my dad say one positive thing about Speaker Pelosi, and and so even my dad is like, yeah, at this point. There's no turning back. Like, she has to go now. And, and so it's, a, it's an interesting thing that we, we have as we, we're dealing with all these things we're dealing with, with inflation and, and uh, a recession. And sure. While also dealing with Ukraine and Russia, we're still pumping money to Ukraine. And now the thought, well, is Taiwan and China going to turn into that same thing? And then what are we going to do? Because if we start pumping money to Taiwan, then you could see a, a, a time where Russia and China come together correct and then we got a big deal we've got a real, uh, big, a real deal. big deal and so it'll be interesting speaking of russia i want to talk about something when we come back i watched the crossfit games over this past weekend and there was a contestant who ended up coming in in second third place second place from russia and there was something interesting about that and we'll talk about that when we come back you know we were talking earlier about anxiety and some things that like bring that up well that song Huey Lewis in the news anytime I hear that dude's voice it takes me to a happy place yeah every yes. single time I was worried I thought no. you were about to say I was gonna take every to single time place. it takes me to a happy place it takes me to a place of putting his cassette in my Walkman yep and listening to it and uh man did, did Huey you Lewis first is so day, good did you do your first day outfit like did oh, you? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you laid out the first yeah, day yeah. outfit. Did yeah. you get try to get new sneakers, or yeah, yeah or at least clean yeah. them up real good before the first day? Yeah, yeah, typically because again, especially in the early days, your your foot grew, right. and so that what you wore the pre- previous year, you, you were gonna have to have a new pair, right? So so for a time, it was the LA gear with multiple shoelaces. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Oh the, yes, you just amazing. Uh, and then I went through a, a Do we think LA gear still around? I don't know. I'm sure they are. Check They're probably like $150 now. I used <laughs> to buy them at uh, Shoes and More for, you know, 30 bucks. Love it. And, but but then there was the I went through a season of I was so into basketball that everything I wore had to be basketball related. So okay. you remember East Bay yeah, oh yeah. catalog which I'm oh sure yeah. is still out there. They had like these shirts that would say my my three is an arc form and like every and one and one became oh very yeah. big. So, like, I would wear gym shorts and some type of East Bay shirt. Now, what was the brand? This is nothing to do with anything. But what was the brand that, like, you would put your hand on the shirt and it would, uh, like, change yeah. colors? I don't know the brand, but <clears throat> I remember that. Was. Or you would get sweaty or the sun would hit it yeah. a certain way. Also, you, oh, I mean, that was a very quick little blip on yeah. the radar, but I do remember that. Also, you remember the I, – I, this came back to mind oh, – a few months ago, we watched a, a movie, Man of the House, with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Chevy yes. Chase. Yeah. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas walks out, and he's got this giant T-shirt on, and it's ta- the Tasmanian Devil on the front with, like, a ball cap, saggy shorts, and a T-shirt. And on the back of the shirt is the backside of Tasmanian Devil. And it, so it was this, like, Looney Tune phase. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I remember that phase. I mean, all these things were... Yeah, well, when Space Jam came out, yeah, all of that deal. stuff yep. kind of brought 
Anyways, that has nothing to do. Yeah, but but with those a, were with a Russian athlete yeah, okay. at the CrossFit Games so, that we were beginning to discuss. So here's the, the thing: I'm not even going to try to pronounce dude's name. Uh, but John, <laughs> it was George Jetson. <laughs> uh, but but no, he was. So he's from Siberia, uh, brutal place of of the world. But but also uh, he he's been trying to get to America to compete in the CrossFit Games forever. Okay. And and he just because of COVID and passports and visas, he's yeah. not been able to do that. We well, finally got there this year, so he's technically a rookie, but like he's been competing okay for a long time. But what I thought was interesting was when people win, when they make it to the podium, they all have their flags. So uh, Justin Medeiros won. Spoiler alert: if you haven't watched yet, and he brought the American flag up. Uh, Ricky Girard came in third, and he's from Australia. Tia Toomey came in first for the women. She's from Australia. All these people had their flags. <clears throat> and then when they would show the leaderboard, there was the flag right next to everybody's name. But that one dude, blank, nothing at all. No flag of any kind next to his name. When he got on the podium, he wasn't carrying anything. Uh, at no point did they really go into deep detail of where he was from or and then, so then I thought, is this a, uh, yeah, has, intentional? Yeah, is, this, is that something that he requested? Right. Is that something CrossFit request? Even my kids watching the leaderboard, they were like, why is there no flag for him? And I was like, I mean, I'm just making assumptions. I don't, I don't yeah. know. They haven't told us why there isn't. He was the only one that had no flag. And so I thought, are they doing this? Did CrossFit say we're not putting your yeah. flag up? Yeah, because or did he say? I don't want I don't want to be associated with Well, CrossFit already had their own <laughs> yeah, PR issues in the bit. last year or two, you know, and so I just thought it was interesting step into it. Or as you said, maybe he was saying He might have said, Look, I don't want I'm not proud of what's going on. I just on thought it was country. interesting how that has uh it, it's interesting as a society what we deem appropriate and, and inappropriate. It really is to me. Even I, I was behind a car the other day. And they had a Ukraine flag on their car, like a sticker. Yep. And I'm I'm thinking, now there they could be like I've seen one guy had a Ukraine shirt on, and from talking to him, like his family's from there. Okay. So yeah. it's a whole different connection sure. for him. But like if I put a Ukraine, like I, you know, I don't I don't really have a connection there. But but there are some folks that some folks it's like legitimate. I this is like my family's from there. For some, it's like this is the next thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna support the next big thing. Right. Uh, but but if you talk to them about it, do they really understand the ins and outs? It's an interesting thing that we do as society to show we want to show people that we're advocates by our social media timeline or or our right. profile or a sticker on our car. But really, are are we doing anything outside of that? It's an interesting yeah, question. Yeah, I think there's another <laughs> dynamic that, that intrigues me. And again, we we don't know this. Don't know. We don't know this gentleman's situation in terms of you know where he really is, but. But I think there is a possibility, um, you know, that 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 he is representative <clears throat> of of that that we have a tendency to think that every person, like, like I mean, I'm just going to be super honest, and this is, you know, like uh, you know, we uh, we have a it's it's easy to it's easy to see someone from Russia and think everyone from Russia is pro war. And everyone from Russia is is in favor of everything that's happening in Ukraine and everything. 
you know, any person from Russia or anyone that has Russian heritage or whatever it may be, I think it's just a reminder to us that, that like, we, we don't need to necessarily assume that everything, of course, you know, people around the world could say, well, we saw the, the Trump presidency, or they could look back and they could say the Obama presidency, or they could look back and, or they could look today and see the Biden presidency and they could say, well, every American lines up with the way that, you know, this person handles themselves or the things that the country is doing. And that's not always the case, right. you know, and so you just have to be mindful that, again, people are people, get to know people individually, don't, you know, do do anything that kind of groups people together unnecessarily or wrongly, and uh, and understand that people's stories far more complex than often we yeah, recognize. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I just looked up, and back in March, CrossFit put out a statement, and it said... Uh, they condemn the Russian military's actions in Ukraine while also stating they will not recognize the governments of Russia or Belarus and will remove those countries' flags and names from the profiles of individuals and team competitors. Yeah. Uh, so that's why. And, well, and yeah, I'm sure well, they yeah, thought... And, but, but, but the thing is, he may be in agreement of that. Well, and they said, not, they said we're still going to support our athletes and right. affiliates that are working there. Uh, I mean, here's the thing, too. They probably thought, what are the chances... The dude that podiums is going to be from one of those places, yeah. but but as I was watching him, I was like, this dude's grown up rougher, and as no far doubt. as what he's dealt with, no doubt, like running a, a 5K in, in in Wisconsin in beautiful weather yeah. isn't going to wreck him. Right. Like you're not going to break this dude. No. Hey, carry this sandbag up the Capitol steps. He's like, okay, I, I was killing that. like. Yeah, animals so my family could eat. Correct, and in almost like like almost just like my upbringing. Yeah, in, very in similar. You know, twenty below zero, uh, <laughs> literally no shoes. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it was interesting because I again I thought they they probably I I don't do CrossFit but I enjoy watching yeah. the games because it's just Crazy. to watch their how strong they are and what they're able to do is impressive. But on the men's side, you had Justin Medeiros, who's a good dude. He's just a bro, has a mullet. Like yep. he's always saying "Let's let's go" yeah. and saying "bro" all it. Like he is the broest of bros that you would see at a gym. Broski, yeah, and he's like, "Let's go! This is so awesome, man! Like totally, yeah!" And and then you have, and then the 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 guy that plays second is the dude from Russia. That is like the hardest of the hard. Oh, yeah. Never smiles. Thick accent. <laughs> yeah. All day, yeah. And, uh, and then you had Ricky Gerard, who plays third from Australia, who a few years ago tested positive for steroids. Mm. So CrossFit's probably like, so two out of the three have a yeah. past. And the other and, one is a And we, we probably would have preferred it go a different way, <laughs> but it didn't. And so I just thought as the publicity arm of CrossFit this weekend, they were probably like, man, there's so many great stories we could tell. Uh, but every question we have to ask this one guy is about yeah. how you've come back from yeah. steroid use. Yeah. Pot, and, you know, and then the other guy, it's like, so you finally made it to America and we're glad. Yeah. And you can't carry your flag how's up it, here. How's it going for your country to be taken? <laughs> yeah. Ukraine to war. Yeah, you know, and then then it's like, hey, bro, uh, what do you do before you got? When, when do you think when do you think high tide is? Yeah, uh, but it was know, so. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to watch, and the kids loved it as well. <clears throat> I will say, my wife kept asking me, "How many more days is this thing?" Yeah. Because uh, I need you to do something else. Yeah. Besides watch this, Grandma's words after it was all over, 
She didn't know I could hear. Summer went in and told her, Daddy thinks Mal O'Brien's going to win next year. The girl, she's like the next big thing. And uh, But CrossFit games are over, and Granite went, oh, good, now we can go back to normal life. <laughs> good for Granite. <laughs> it's like, yeah, now, we, is a good, now good. we can. I got a lot of that during baseball season as well. Hey, yeah. hey are you going to watch every game they play? Probably. Because they play a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. probably. So. I probably am. Hey, huge shout out to uh, Spencer Strider, a CAK guy. Yep. Uh, Spencer now is uh, with the Atlanta Braves. And, uh, man, he was like uh, NL Rookie of the Month last That's month. That's awesome. Uh, and, and just doing absolutely fabulous. And uh, took a, 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 a tough one uh, against Jacob deGrom, but Jacob deGrom is also the best pitcher in the game, and the Mets are I- incredible uh, this year, which is so weird yep, to say. Yeah, very weird. Um, but huge shout-out to Spencer Strider. And, uh, That's always, awesome. Always also, fun to see local talent flourish. Also, Drew Gilbert, uh, yeah. his first at bat, home hit run. the home run. And if you thought, hey, what would make him even more hard to deal with in terms of it? What will make his head bigger? Let, let him hit a first, his home run yeah. the first at bat. And, and who Good could, luck dealing with and him. And what could make him, again, everyone says that knows him, says he's super Oh, lucky. yeah, yeah, he says he's great. But, you know, he kind of has this persona. Yeah. What could what could <laughs> add to it? Send him to the Houston <laughs> Astros. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. word. Yeah, uh, over under how many times he gets hit. Yeah. By a pitcher. I think it's going to be pretty high. We'll see. Yeah. Good stuff. We'll be back. So as we finish up today, Jason, I mean, we covered a, a large variety of topics. This, they, this would be the appropriate use of the term gamut. Yeah. I we mean, we covered school, anxiety, China, Taiwan, Ukraine, Russia, CrossFit Games. Your father's inability to say Pelosi. Pelosi. There's a number of things he can't say, and I won't go into. And there's also a number of nicknames. There's also a number of nicknames that that he's given. That he can say that he shouldn't say. There's a number of nicknames he's given politicians that I definitely will not. They're not not vulgar. Yeah. They're just not things that I would say on the air. Yeah. That's (laughs) that's right. But they're they're funny. Uh, (laughs) And so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think one of the, since we're talking about that, one of the best things my dad ever said to me, uh, one of the best lines he's ever said concerning politicians, a few years back when Michael Bloomberg was running for president and he was running on the Democratic side, uh, if you'll remember, he said that meat is terrible and cows are ruining the earth and we need to get rid of cows and all this. Uh and my dad, and he talked about, you know, he, you know, Bloomberg's a billionaire. And I told my dad, I was like, what do you think about what he said about farmers and agriculture? And, uh, and my dad said, well, I'll eat my cows and he can eat his money and we'll see who fares better. Yes, sir. Uh, he, and then my dad said, put that on your Twitter machine. <laughs> and I did. Oh, I did. Oh. And I thought that is. I put that on if, my Twitter. If machine. you, if my dad ever ran for office, which I would highly advise against it, right? Uh, that's what I would run on. I'll eat my cows, and you eat your money, and we'll see who fares better. One put of the greatest lines. I may on write a book machine. on that. I may yeah. write a book. Just that may be the headline, the title of the book. Uh, I'll eat my cows, you eat your money, and we'll see who fares better. I, uh, I would, I would buy that book. That's a good one. Is it available on Audible? Uh, no, it'll only okay. be available oh, I got, I got in the trunk it. of the, the car because <laughs> no one will publish it. 
You can't get it on Amazon. Quick question. Quick question. I need, I need a little insight yeah. on this. How do we feel about Audible for children? So, for example, sure. summer reading. Yeah. Summer reading, something yep. that's supposed to be done sure. for my kids. Yep. I do it. All of my kids, good readers. Yep. I'm probably going to have a different kids. answer than a lot of people on this. I, I can't decide. I can't determine. I'm like, well, they're learning. Yep. They're gaining. Sure. But there's got to be. There, there's also a piece of like reading it, and like they don't know. Let me be very clear to clear to say, one of my boys really is the only one that really uses it heavily, and 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 but and he follows it along. So he's yep. not just like listening to it out walking around sure. swimming at the pool. He's following along. What are your thoughts? I'm a huge. I li- I literally listen to Audible every day. Yeah. Me personally. Yep. Uh, my son has access to that Audible as well, so he yep. doesn't have his own, but he he has an, an Echo Dot and he's able to sure. listen. And so I'll download. Uh, kit. He knows which books he can listen to, which books he right. can't. And but he also reads. He reads a ton because a lot well, of those not doing that as a replacement. Right. A reading. lot of those. Uh, what I'll tell him is if I find the book. And it doesn't cost me anything. Yeah. I'll download it. Uh, one that I got recently was, uh, well. Dr. Seuss. No, it, the name yeah. slips me. Yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's a, they, they did a movie with it where Harrison Ford was, was in it. And it's about a dog. Uh, mm. Anyway. No, no, anyway. No uh, that's been the most recent. <clears throat> but he's still reading other books. And so the way I've worked that is if I can get it on Audible and it just is included in my membership, I'll download it. Yeah. If it's going to cost me, you're going to have to get it from the yeah, library and read it. I don't but, have any like apprehension about like someone using Audible. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, but I'm just like, as a, it doesn't, I, yeah, I just feel like I don't want my kids to not be readers. I, sure. I don't want them just to be listeners. I want them to be readers yeah. as well. And so now if that's a piece of reading, that's a good thing. Or if they do both. <laughs> it's t- yeah, it's tough because the, now, as kids, they have a little bit more time. For me, the reason why it's kind of almost replaced much of my reading is because it's just so much more convenient. No doubt. I can be riding in the vehicle. I can be mowing. I can be doing whatever, and I can listen to to the book versus sitting down and actually holding the book. Although, some of my walks that I take on the Greenway, every now and then I'll see a dude walking. He's holding the book in his hand. Yep. And I think, well, that's interesting. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't do that because uh, be I could attack you right now. Yeah. And you're very vulnerable, sir. Uh, I, I didn't, but I am ever, thinking that. Do you ever do like a little like knock like, the book like, out of their hand yeah, and say like, nerd? I, no, <laughs> no, you just knock the book out of their hand and be like, see how vulnerable see? you are. See, you weren't ready for that. Yeah, you weren't ready, man. You need to be ready. What Have you heard ready? what happens on these Greenways, sir? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, I mean, well, clearly yeah, I got your heads crazy people. I think, I think I think you are the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll try that today. Yeah, I wouldn't the, encourage on the Greenway walk. I wouldn't encourage it. I do think it's interesting to see somebody walking holding a book. It's an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you, you do what you got to do. I do think Audible is a great resource. Uh, but there's also free resources where you can of listen course. to books, too. You know, uh, speaking of great resources. This is a free one as well. It's free. <laughs> it's free. It's free and probably free for a reason. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah, my name's Andrew. And my name's Jason. God bless you. We'll talk to you next week.